0: What is up, everybody? This is La Ball, a.k.a. I don't know, whatever my name is in this, whatever people call me. Um, this is the fifth episode of LaPatti's podcast, and I have quite the guest, who again is not Marcus Mariota. Um, I feel the need to say that after I said that on my Instagram story, and I let everybody down. Um, he's not Marcus Mariota, but... I wish I was Marcus Mariota. You know, I would say I wish you were too, but I like you just being you, so I'm cool with you being you, Knight. Um, I'll uh, actually, ha- you can introduce yourself, man. Just give it whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, um, name's Knight Yuretsky. Uh, currently go to University of Oregon with Patrick. Um, pretty involved with KWVA as well as Patrick, so, you know, just that sports broadcasting grind just covering games and all that just trying to get my foot in the door in the media industry I feel like aren't we
0: all aren't we all dude um yeah I actually had a fantastic idea first of all night it's great to have you on man I know we were trying to get you on Sunday morning hoops and then that kind of didn't happen anymore so I'm glad I could get you on here at least I'm hyped to have you um why don't you explain to the audience or whatever listener listeners uh, what your your sick idea is to start us off today?
1: Yeah, no. um So I know that me and Patrick were on a Quack smack uh our KWVA uh, talk show earlier in this year, and I know that we were talking about New Year's resolutions, and I remember Patrick talking about how he wanted to listen to more music and whatnot. And so what we're gonna be doing today is. Um, We both like listening to music a lot. I know I listen to music probably a majority of my day, I feel like, especially doing homework and stuff like that. But today we're going to be breaking down our top five albums that we've listened to today. Um, I'm going to do something a little different than Patrick. Patrick's just going to listen to or list his top five albums that he's listened to um, this year in 2021. And I'm going to list my top five live albums that I've listened to in 2021 because to me I like listening to live music because there's so much uh, musicianship in it and uh, I think that a lot of live albums really capture what an artist is about and their um, exploratory uh, music I guess as artists so I- I'm very excited to you know talk about a little bit of music I, I think it's pretty exciting.
0: No, yeah, man, I'm hyped too. I this is one of the reasons why I started this pod. I want to talk more music and not just sports all the time. So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to you do you want to just trade off talking about an album?
1: Yeah, we can just uh, we can trade off. We can start with number five. Talk a little bit about each album, why we like each album, and then just kind of move on from there. Just go with the flow, man.
0: Okay, I'll I'll let you kick it off. Let's. I want to hear what you. I want to hear all of your live albums. Ooh,
1: alrighty. Um. All right, so number five best live album that I got to listen to this year. Um, It's an album by Fish. Fish is a jam band in Connecticut. Uh, It's 12 30 2015. It was from their Madison Square Garden tour. And this was the first live album from Fish that I really liked. Like, I'd been listening to a lot. People had been saying, hey, Knight, you got to listen to Fish. You got to listen to Fish. Like, there's something else. And,. This was the first album that I finally live album that I finally listened to, and I was like, okay, they got something going here. Like, there was some really good musicianship there, a lot of um, great, great jams in that. Uh, the song "Free," which is like the second song in there, maybe one of the best versions of that song that I had ever heard. And honestly, this whole album was pretty consistently good all the way from top to bottom. Uh, great concert all around, and you know I, I i'd like to have it higher but there's just so much good music out there and i feel like having it number five is the perfect spot for it right now
0: okay i i like to pick i i personally have never listened to a fish album but my boss at work plays fish all the time so <laughs> really? i have really some fish yeah he's a huge huge fish guy there's a bunch of bumper stickers all over our work truck of just fish so i have i have this fish sticker on nice. the heist that. that is <laughs> sick but yeah that's i like the pick man um I I'm gonna be going in a very very different direction here from from your fish pick. Uh, I I've probably listened to a hundred albums already this year. Um, I've been kind of kind of grinding that, and I think my number five pick would have to be of Talk Three by Benny the Butcher because this is an album that I I was. <laughs> I was playing Lego City Undercover while doing, (laughs) while listening to this album, and it was just like the, I felt like I was like 10, but I was listening to this album, and it's just like, such a gritty album, just full of just cocaine rap, talking about cocaine all the time, and I was just like, this is like the most contrasting thing a human can do, like, I'm playing a children's game, and listening to somebody rap about how much coke they bought. Um, but this is a fantastic album. The, it's just so gritty, and it just I love how the production feels. It's really, it's it's like I guess fine cocaine. Like I've never had cocaine personally, um, but it, I, I would imagine it. It's just like really good cocaine. Like it's really fancy cocaine. So it's just really dirty, but it, like really fancy. And I Benny the Butcher is a fantastic rapper, and. I, 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 liked, oh man, there's so there's, so, I can't even pick like tracks that I really like. Cause they're all just like the same level. I was just sitting there just bobbing my head, just vibing out. Um, it's, it's a fantastic do, album.
1: Do you feel like playing the video game? Like you were playing a Lego video game you said, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that like listening to this album, like made the video game better for you?
0: You know, I think it, it made... I don't know if it specifically made the video game better, but it made the experience more enjoyable because, like, those LEGO video games, that's I use those when I listen to albums because they just, like, take no effort. It's just collecting things just walking around. Um, so it, it does make the experience a lot better because I have something going on in my ears that I haven't heard before, even if, if I've played a variation of the same LEGO game because I have, like, ten of them. So I've played a variation of that, like, a bajillion times. But... I I would have to say yes. I I think usually when I'm gaming, a good album is just pristine, pristine. But <laughs> I'm curious. Nate, like what's, what's your number four pick?
1: Alrighty. So my number four best album. Um, it's from this art guy. His name is Mahali. Um, I had like just discovered this uh, guy. Um, I mean, I, he's a lead singer of this band that I liked called Twiddle, but um, this thing that me and my dad like to do is we like to send each other, like, podcast or playlists and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and he sent me this song from this guy named Mahali, and so I started listening to one of his live albums, and his live album, Mahali Live at the Sugar Shack, was really, really good, and the reason why this album was so good is because this guy is just one individual and he makes all the music and loops it himself throughout the entire album. And so like when you're listening it, you'll start hearing like a little bit of a bass and then it's him like looping the bass and then he'll start playing in the guitar and then he'll start looping in the guitar and then he'll start like beatboxing kind of for like the beat or to like for the backing. And so then he'll loop that and he just, it just goes all together and it's just a really great musician right there great musical masterpiece and you know this album like or live show like top to bottom was all really really great and just for one guy to be playing at this high level of music was just insane for me to listen to especially like I listened to the album and then you can like go to like YouTube or something and watch like a show like this and like watching him do it live was just even more insane to me to see how talented such an artist can be so that's why I have it at number four.
0: So is this guy? Is he pretty? I have never heard of this guy before. Is he? Is he big? Like is? He... Uh no.
1: So that's the thing is that um I mean like his band's kind of big. Is the band's called Twiddle? Um, Twiddle is another band in Vermont, and they sell out like big, big time uh, shows. Oh, they're right. kind of like a, I mean they're they're like a jam band, but they're more like reggae based. But his like solo stuff is a little bit more like um reggae hip-hop and influ- infused in a way but um so like twiddle they'll, they'll sell out like drive-in movie theaters and stuff like that this guy i had like i hadn't really listened to his solo stuff and like his he, he's still like up and coming in his solo way but like it's just his solo career like as a side project in a way does that make sense
0: no yeah i get what you're saying so he's in like a band and he's doing his own thing at the same time that is yeah okay i get you Nice. I, I Again, I dig the pick. I have never heard the pick, but I, I like Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> and I don't think that a lot of these you might not know because that's the same thing for me. I like discovering new music. I don't kind of like listening to, like, the same stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I like listening to live stuff because there's always something new. People are always putting out something live, and that's it's something different every time to me.
0: No, yeah, I feel you, man. I, I, I feel you completely. Like, it's kind of fun to just – put on something you don't know and just experience it for the first time. Um that kind of leads me into my fourth pick. I the I my the rest of my picks are all like inches apart from each other. They're all like just top tier albums that I have enjoyed this year. Um Are I they think,
1: are, are they all are, are they all cocaine based?
0: No, that is the only one that is cocaine based. A lot of my I listened to a lot of coke, coke rap uh last year. So last year I, there probably would have been quite a few. But that is the only one that's cocaine based. Um, got it. I think if I had to pick, it's really I, I keep bouncing back and forth between these through these four, but I think I have to go with the 2016 A Tribe Called Quest album. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. And I I will say I if any album has hidden features, I it just immediately steps it up for me because having. The features that are on this album, you have, like, Anderson Pack, you have Kendrick Lamar, you have Kanye West. And I hope I just didn't spoil these for anyone, because they're not listed in the track list. Under uh, 3000, of course, from OutKast. Uh, it's, it was so cool to be able to just listen to a song, thinking it was just a Tribe Called Quest song, and then have my favorite artist of all time, Kanye West, just show up and sing the hook and nothing else. And I was like, wow, that is, that is sick. So... Uh, I, I think for our, A Tribe Called Quest, a lot of their production to me is very similar. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like through their first 1990s era, it's a lot of it is similar. And it's really good. They're really good at it. But it just... I can't, You know, I knew what I was expecting going through their first five albums. And then this one, it switched up a little bit. Because I think it's, it's just 20 years removed. Uh, I think 20 years since their last album. Uh, it's just completely different. It's a little bit more modern. Um, and I mean... Q-Tip and Fife Dog are just fantastic. They, the flow, I just could sit there and listen to it for hours. I could just listen to Q-Tip say anything. I could listen to him read ingredients off of a, a, a granola bar, and I could just listen to that because his flow is just insane. So that that's probably my number four spot. Uh, it's a fantastic album from top to bottom.
1: So, they created this 20 years after their last album, and then they created it with, like, other rappers and stuff?
0: Yeah, they... Am I getting it right? They retired in 19... Or, they they stopped making music in 1996. Uh, The lead guy q Tip his solo stuff. And then, for some reason, they just decided to make an album 20 years later. And one one of the members, Fife Dog, actually died during them making it. And I think it was from diabetes or something. I don't remember the specific cause, but or complications from diabetes. But they they just had all these like the popular rappers of today, the Kanyes, the Kendricks, and they brought in some older guys like Under 3000 and Buster Rhymes and Consequence. And it's it's mostly a Tribe Called Quest. They just have some, they have a few features thrown in there that are just hidden. But it's it was very it was I wasn't expecting it to be that good because I was like this is twenty years removed from their last album. I I don't know if it's going to be their best album, but it, it definitely was. So that's yeah. cool
1: and th- it was it was it kind of like um like in video games like finding like the easter eggs and stuff like finding those like modern rappers and stuff like in the songs
0: was that what it felt like to you oh yeah because like kanye west like i i, have, I had asked someone beforehand like was kanye, i heard kanye west might be on this album and they didn't know and because he just has a hook and like it's easy to forget because he doesn't have a verse or anything and it was cool just randomly hearing him pop up for like 10 seconds and then just leave so i it's it is like finding an easter egg it's it's really satisfying i, I it's a big thing for me so that's pretty cool um
1: i mean like i said i haven't listened to it just like you probably haven't listened to my <laughs> stuff but i think there's that's the great thing about music is that there's always some new music to listen to and exactly. share exactly um all right so I'll, I'll just jump right into my number three pick um to me my number three pick is where is the light John Mayer live in Los Angeles, and this is the first time that I had really started to dig deep and listen to John Mayer. I had known about who John Mayer was, I didn't really listen to like a lot of him. And to me, when I got to listen to John Mayer live, this was just a completely different side of him that I had never seen. He's just so talented musically, I was just blown away by his performance top to bottom. I mean, every single song he made it. Even better live than I had heard anything of his like studio albums. I mean, there was just a lot more new songs that I had not heard before that just blew me away. And I, I didn't really know how ta- talented John Mayer was until I listened to this album. And, you know, I had, I, I had a lot of people that were like really, really high on John Mayer. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he's cool. But after listening to this, I really saw why people are so high on John Mayer.
0: Okay, so why why do you because obviously you've listened to some of his stuff before it sounds like so why do you think the live stuff is just a little bit better like what I'm I'm, uh, I'm like what is there something specific you can pinpoint or is it just hearing it happen like I think I think his
1: guitarmanship like I think he's very very underrated as a guitar player I think that that's a lot lost in the studio stuff because it's kind of cut short you know they're trying to make it into, like, a two-minute, 30-second to three-minute type thing. And when uh-huh. he's live, you know, he, he, he doesn't really have a time stand. Like, he can just, like, jam a little bit more, really show off his talent. And, you know, he's not really under any, like, record company's, like, grasp at that point. It's just kind of, like, him being free like he just kind of plays to like what he wants to do and I hadn't really seen that from him it was just kind of like oh pop like your body's a wonderland you know mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff no, but yeah. like once you got to like his live stuff it was just like a completely different thing like he just made the music sound more like what he wanted to play rather than like what the record company wanted to play if that makes sense
0: no, I get you, man. I, I see how that's that can definitely be more appealing, because he does have a lot more freedom. He's just on stage, and nobody really cares what he does. Like, I don't think anybody's going to boo him for doing his own, I don't know, not, not following a song to the T, so... Exactly. And then also, like, throughout
1: the album, like, he was kind of, like, interacting with the crowd and stuff like that, and to me, as, like, a listener, that's kind of, like, exciting, like having someone like kind of explain what they're playing like hey guys like thank you for like coming out and like i don't know it's the little things like that when you're listening to like a live show that really make a difference to me i guess
0: no i get you man that that does sound cool yet again i have not listened to this album and i think we're gonna keep saying that over and over about (laughs) each other's albums but the way and, and i think that's great like i think that the people listening
1: there's a lot of great music out there that you just gotta find and listen to
0: no, yeah, and you did a good job of making that appealing and describing that. So that, that album sounds sick. Um, for my my number three spot, uh, again, this is really tough. I had to sit here and just slowly decide. Um, I, I'd have to go with "Mad Villainy uh, by Mad Villain, aka Madlib and MF Doom. Now, I hadn't listened to an MF Doom album before he unfortunately passed away on December of la- December thirty or no October thirty first of last year. Um, and he'd always been on my... Because I have this giant list. Uh, there's probably 150 artists that are like I need to listen to. And he'd always been on there. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I am I kind of want to see what all the hype is about. So I checked him out a month or a couple months ago. And this album stuck out to me in particular just because I... I'm a huge Madlib production guy. Um, I've listened to some of the stuff with Freddie Gibbs, who is a fantastic Coke rapper. Speaking of Coke rap, uh, Freddie Gibbs is great at that. And... This, the the production here is just so, like, I can't even describe it. Like, it's just so inviting. And then MF Doom's flows are, they're more of an acquired taste. So they're, like, they're not something you would enjoy right off the bat. But the chemistry works really well. Um, tracks like All Caps and Accordion are just, the beats are just fantastic. And MF Doom just spits over, like, every instrumental on this thing. And there are just... Like even the instrumentals that have no words on them, I still like added them to my playlist and still bump them whenever they come on because they're just that good. Um, this this album is fantastic. This album is a perfect example of the chemistry that a producer and a rapper can have, and it's I have nothing bad to say about it. It's just a fantastic listen. So, you've mentioned
1: Coke Rap a lot, right? What of what about Coke Rap is? gets you like why coke rap Patrick Um, I I know you said that you've never done cocaine but like what about coke rap like grasps you musically
0: yeah uh that's that's tough because I obviously can't relate to anything they're talking about like it took me I I had to learn a little bit like what a brick was I still don't even fully know what a brick is I (laughs) just know it's some sort of term for an amount of cocaine um but I think I I was listening to some, yeah, like Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun, and the the production styles they use, like, it's just a lot, like, obviously with, I don't know, modern trap music and stuff, like, there's a whole style of production there, and it was just really different from anything I had listened to in terms of, like, rap at first when I first started listening to coke rap, and just, like, it just feels really gritty and really just makes me want to shake my head back and forth and just, like, you, do you ever get a? I I think the technical term is stank face. Have you ever gotten stank face when listening to music?
1: Uh, I, I don't know what that means. What do you mean by stank face?
0: So stank face is a term that, term that I've picked up where like just something is just really hard and you just kind of – you go like – you grit your teeth and you're like – you just – yeah, yeah. And you just can't not do that like – it just makes me do that like so much because just the the flows are fantastic and the production adds to that experience. Like if a beat's really hard, I'll just sit there and just like just go stank face for like four minutes while listening to it. Um, so I I just I just really enjoy the production style. I really enjoy the lyricism and the flows. I mean, obviously every rapper has different flows and. A lot of the coke rappers use different flows, so it's – but the, I don't know. I just I just have come to love it, so that that's the best answer I can give you, but it just sounds really good to me, and I, I enjoy the sound of it. Right on. I, I dig it. I, I
1: like it, man. I mean, uh, I think that's great for you. Um, Thank you. All right, you. so I guess I'll move on to my number two um, album that I'm going to choose, and to me, this album is called Live at Stage 1. It's by this band called Danger Muffin. And it was just one of those things that I would like just scrolling through Spotify, clicking on random artists and one of those things. And it was just like live at stage one. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, I'll, I'll try it. Right. And so I started listening to this album and it was great. Like, it was really good. It's like a, it's kind of like an islandy vibe, like a beach type okay. vibe that like when you're driving down the coast or something like that. And you're just kind of like out for a nice drive. It just felt really, really relaxing kind of set me in a nice uh place of mind i feel like and throughout the entire album i just found myself smiling throughout like yeah this is like great i feel like totally relaxed right now and to me i don't know that's why i liked it like throughout the whole i think there was probably about six songs throughout here or throughout the 14 song performance that i was like wow that was a great song like i just was super happy throughout the entire song and that's why i they have it number two. Plus, I think it was just cool, like finding a new artist and just like listening to a live show like that and then realizing that there is so much great music out there that you can just literally just discover.
0: No, yeah, I think that's one of the things that's super appealing about music. Like, you just would listen to anything and there's a good chance you might like it. Um, but what kind of music is Danger Muffin? Because I have never heard of Danger Muffin and. Yeah,
1: so, like I said, it's kind of, like, an islandy, like, okay. reggae-ish vibe, so, a little bit of folky, like, kind of, like, I don't know how to... No, I mean, that, it's, probably like the, it's probably, like, the opposite of, like, coke rap. It's probably, like, marijuana folk. Like, that's, like, how I would describe it.
0: Like. <laughs> wow, I think you just made a new genre of music, dude. Marijuana folk. But, okay, I don't know, that, like, that like, is... Like,
1: like, like, maybe, like... I feel like it'd be great to, like, sit on the beach, have beer or something like that, smoke some weed, just kind of, like, a relaxed, like, kickback type day. Like, that's just kind of, like, the music I feel like that would be. Um, I mean, I can look it up right now and see what they're technically classified as. But, yeah, it's kind of, like, a beachy vibe. Um, It's considered, yeah, it's considered, like, Americana beach folk. Wow, that's like
0: what it's called. Okay, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that is kind of insane. I never thought I would hear of a folk genre and a reggae genre combining, but that that does sound sick. That and um, I yeah, I do. I, I mean, it's chill. I, I am curious. Uh, so, how long are these are these live albums? Because let's, there's some live albums that I've come across when I'm digging through artists' discographies that are just like like one song for like 50 minutes, and it's just a whole concert, and like. <laughs> I'm just like, what like why wouldn't you split this up? Because I'm not gonna add this to my library if it's one fifty minute song of like your entire yeah. album.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh so this album right now, the one that I'm talking about, Danger Muffin, it's fourteen songs an hour and eighteen minutes. Okay. So, I mean, there are some lo- song songs. Obviously, like if you get into like the fish concert, you can listen. There's like, I think one song in there is like 17 minutes. And obviously, like I'm not adding that to my playlist. That's like one of those things that you like have to listen to, like, in a live concert mm-hmm. type scenario. Um Which I, I think that's another appealing part about listening to live albums is that you're going to find songs that you're probably never going to listen to in a playlist, let's say. But I, I guess, um but, like, for the Danger Muffin one, like, it's an hour and 18 minutes, 14 songs. Kind of breaks it up, I guess. It's probably about an average, about, like, five minutes, maybe. Sure. Which I guess is still, like, high compared to like where music is heading, because i think like where um like experts are predicting is that like the average song length like 15 years from now is going to be like two minutes and 20 seconds or something like that because people's attention spans are shrinking which is interesting.
0: That yeah, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I don't. I. I wish that number would go up a little instead of down. Because I. I. For me, I like like if there's a five minute song, I. I enjoy a five minute song. Like sometimes I wish songs were longer and yeah, instead of just made for radio in like two and a half three minutes. Like, put another couple minutes on there. Throw another verse on there. Whatever. Exactly. And I don't know, like the I guess
1: like the music that's live, that's to me, like people will like make songs a little bit longer than like the radio stuff. And that's kind of why it's to me, I like it a little bit more because we were talking about like John Mayer a little bit more. And like you said, like he has the poppy stuff that comes on the radio. But when it's live, he really gets to expand on that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so you do kind of get that a little bit of the fulfillment that you're talking about. Like, hey, maybe throw in a little extra verse. Maybe you should like stretch this out a little bit longer. And you do really get that in those live performances.
0: Okay. No, I can see how that's very appealing. I I. I feel... I don't know. I I, I don't I feel like I haven't really met anybody who wants songs to be shorter. Like, just... I don't know. But there's people out there, I guess, that listen to the radio that want the songs to be... that have a shorter attention span. So maybe I just haven't met these people that exist somewhere. Um, but moving into my, my second pick here. Um, again, this was really hard to distinguish between my number two, my number one, and my number three, and my number four. Uh, but my number two is random access memories by daft punk daft punk is another another group that are artist group duo whatever um the a a group i really wanted to get into and again i did it after they retired so i just look like a bandwagon but i don't (laughs) care because i was just like i i've been meaning to do this for a while i i want to listen to this and i listened to their first three albums and by the end of the third one, I knew what I was getting. I was getting not a ton of words, which is fine. A lot of cool, really cool instrumentals and really just dance choruses that are just meant for people to just dance to and not really sing along to. And then I got to their fourth album and I had no idea what t- I was expecting more of the same. And it was not that. It was just a, it was a lot of poppy stuff, but at the same time, like just electronic pop with some dance infusion, and the production is just really cool, this Daft Punk just takes you into this place where you just want to dance, and the features on there were awesome, I mean, anytime you can have two Pharrell Williams features on an album, that's, I'll take that any day, it was awesome, and even though I had heard the song Get Lucky about a hundred times, I listened, I, I, it was still insanely good, it is just, the, the talent they had and they put to use on that album was just insane there are so many good tracks and that it was just they were just saying the same words over and over again still too and I, I didn't care I was like I can listen to this for like eight minutes I don't care this song's eight minutes I will listen to all eight minutes it is awesome um this I, I've been I for a while I just used to listen to only rap and this is I'm getting out there and venturing out there and this was one group that I found really cool that was not rap and or duo and I, it was just fantastic. It was a fantastic album. I remember listening to this album. It came
1: out like, what, twenty twenty thirteen. 2013. 2013? Yeah. I remember listening to this album when I was like 11. Like, I remember listening to Get Lucky and then putting this album on, and I remember <laughs> listening to it when I was 11. Man. That's cool that, like, what, what made you decide that you really wanted to get into Daft Punk? Like you said that you really wanted to get into them. What 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 made you decide that? Was it them retiring or what what about Daft Punk really appealed to you?
0: Well, I I actually I have been wanting to get into them since like September of last year, and I just hadn't gotten around because the way I structure my artists I need to listen to list this is all in alphabetical order, and it's just whatever I'm feeling. I kind of just like I'm going to listen to this, and there was like a phase where I was like I want to listen to something that's not rap and. Daft Punk ended up on my list because of that, and I was about to listen to them, and then I just switched courses to something else, and then I got back around to it because like two weeks before they retired, my little brother was playing their music all the time, and I was like, okay, I'm listening to them soon, I just need to finish one more artist, and by, before I could finish one more artist, they retired, or they broke up, and I was like, okay, this is just the worst timing, this is just so lame, I, but... I listened to them and they were sick. they had just been on there for a while because I had heard their songs with The Weeknd. Obviously, there's a lot of Kanye influence with the song "Stronger," and I had checked them out in bits and pieces. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta get into this. And it took longer than it should have, but I did it. So, so when you listen to an
1: artist, do you listen their entire albums like? start from finish is that like how you go about it like you pick an artist then you start with their first album listen to their second album then just keep going from there or how, how do you go about it
0: i have i have gotten very meticulous about this <laughs> i actually have a ranking of every album i have ever listened to like i have a tier list of it and there's like 700 albums in there and i just keep track really? of this yes it is it is – every time I open it on my computer, it threatens to crash because it's just really big and it goes really slowly, but um, – <laughs> how, how,
1: how, how do you differate from like – if you are listening to an album like and it's like middle tier, how do you differate from, yeah, this should be like 358 to like, oh, no, this should be like – 487 on my list. Like, h- how do you organize albums like this? <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I have a tier list, so it's not just, like, everything is ranked. I just have, like, S-tier albums, and I just alphabetize them in there so that, like, I don't have to spend the time thinking, like, oh, this this uh, Coke Rap album is slightly better than this Gorillas album, and I, I just don't have time. I just I can't differentiate that well, so... I just throw it in a tier. Usually, like, if it has, like, no skips and I I in the really enjoy an album, it goes in the S tier. And then I, I kind of – I base it like I I take the number of tracks I add to my – I have a big playlist where I just add all the tracks I like from an album. And so I, I divide I divide that number by the total number of tracks. And usually it comes out to, like, I don't know, 80% or 0.80. And I just kind of put it in a tier from there. Or, like, I, I use that as a guidance because like oh I liked eighty percent of this album but a lot of it I won't listen to again so I might put it in a B tier instead of an A tier um, so it it does take like it takes a lot of time like I I go through and I listen to an artist's whole discography usually while like the first first listen I will just do it while I'm playing video games because then I can focus on it really well and then I'll go back and do it again. And usually I'll throw it on like when I'm at work or when I'm doing homework, so it's not as engaged of a listen, but I can still, like, vi- like, tune in and like, especially if there's a track I don't like, I can give that a re-listen and see if I enjoy it more this time. So it, it's a, it's a process, it's a grind. And I put way too much time into it, but it's, <laughs> it's fun. So it, I guess it's worth it in the end.
1: No, I mean I definitely think it's worth it. Um, since we're on the topic of like, picking out, uh. or albums that maybe we shouldn't like rank as high or whatnot what are some of your honorable mention albums when you were picking together this list that you just couldn't have in your top five listening this year but like you still want to say yeah this
0: was a good album or whatnot oh man that that is so tough (laughs) um i i can i can give you a few right off the top of my head i listened i listened to uh my I don't know if you know Slow Ty. He's a British rapper. He's kind of he's only been around for like 2 years, but he had an album that came out this year and I listened to it. It was like my first British rap album and it was just fantastic. Like he was he's really he's got great flows. He had like a it was split into two halves. It was called a Tyron, Slowtie's Tyron. Um and the first half was just all bangers and the tracks the tra- uh, all the tracks were capitalized. Like, every letter was in caps. And then the second half was really more introspective and, like, chill. And all the tracks were in lowercase, all lowercase. So it was...
1: Oh, that's really cool.
0: No, I, I really like the organization of it. And I thought it was it was just a really cool way to organize an album and make it easy for a listener to kind of, you know, pick up what's going on. Um, I bet if I had to throw one more in there, it would probably be Faces by Mac Miller. I finally got into Mac Miller and... Oh, yeah. His, uh, this is the tape of his. that's not even on streaming, and I was just like, I need to hear this. Apparently, it's really good, and it's like the production's amazing. It's just – it's all over the place. Like, it's – you'll have a really hype song, like a workout song, and the next song will just be a really chill song, and it'll just go in completely different directions, but he made it work really well. Um, so – if I had to pick two, I could I could talk about this for like hours, but I'm just going to pick two. I'm going to call it two. Uh, I'd pick those two. Um, what about you, Knight? What are some of your honorable mentions? Yeah,
1: no. Um, well, I mean, obviously, like, I'm a big Grateful Dead fan. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, like, obviously. But there's, like, a lot of Grateful Dead concerts that I've been listening to okay. um, that I just was like, wow, this is really good. Um, specifically, Vanita, Oregon, eight twenty-seven, seventy-two. I just picked this album because you know I'm living in Oregon now, and I was like, yeah, this would be like cool to listen to. And this entire concert was just really, really, really good. Um, okay. Just they had a they had a 31 minute Dark Star. That's like what we were talking about, like those 50 minute songs. Obviously, I'm never gonna add uh-huh. this to my like playlist or something. But it was just one of those things that like. Um, Actually, I had just listened to this after uh, we had talked about this. and I'm taking United States uh, Rock Music History this oh, term, okay, and it, it's a it's a really cool class. And we were literally like just talking about this concert in class, and specifically Darkstar, and like they showed like videos of like the grateful dead dropping acid right before the show. And then like to listen to like the 31 minute dark star, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting it. Like, I understand like what they're going through right now. I mean, like obviously like I'm not on acid, Uh but like I understood like the musicianship that they were going through. Wow. And, and so like, it was just like a cool experience to listen to. Um, another one that comes to mind, another, this one's from dead and company. This was in Eugene, uh, six thirty, 30 uh, 2018 so a couple years ago when Dead & Company came and played at Autzen Stadium. Uh, John Mayer, and I don't know if you know about Dead & Company at all. Dead & Company is uh, surviving members of the Grateful Dead, but John Mayer is like the lead singer of the okay. band now. Um, I hadn't really, like I said, I'm still getting into like John Mayer and stuff like that. And so Mm -hmm. like, I started listening to John Mayer, like his solo stuff. And then I started listening to some more dead and co. And so this was one of those albums that, yeah, I really got to see how good of a musician John Mayer really was. And this entire concert was like really, really good. Um, They did, like, a lot of cool stuff, because I had listened to this right after listening to the Veneta concert, Uh and so they, like, took, like, a lot of songs from that set list from the Veneta concert and incorporated it into the Autzen concert, because it was, like, the same uh, area, and I thought that was really cool, like, historically, like, hey, they played this, like, in 1972, and now they're playing the same kind of, like, set list. (laughs) in a way like in 2018 which i thought was like a cool trip so i guess those were my like honorable mentions okay. i didn't want to like put like grateful dead like in my top five because i feel like that's a little too biased to myself
0: <laughs> dude if it's what you like it's what you like man i mean my favorite album of all time is a Kanye album and i so it's, yeah you know, it is what it is man but yeah dude i i, I dig the picks Is it was it weird, because like, I know you're a big Grateful Dead guy, was it weird listening to John Mayer be the lead singer for The Dead and Company?
1: Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Um, I think he does a really good job putting his own taste onto it. Um, I mean, obviously, it's really hard to replace such a great musician in Jerry Garcia, and he was just so great for The Grateful Dead, but I think that John Mayer brings a completely different style. Like, his guitar playing's a little bit different um i I think that his singing is like obviously like a lot better than what Jerry's was, and so it's kind of like a newer s- sound. It's uh-huh. kind of like the dead are like evolving in a way whoops as I knock over my mic, but yes, it's kind of like they they're kind of like evolving into like a more moderner sound, and to me it's just kind of like a new style of like the band and i, I I think it is a little weird, like, I mean, you can obviously tell the difference between the two, it's a little bit slower pace, uh-huh. um, but I, th- I think it still gets you to the heart of like, the Grateful Dead music, okay. like that explore- exploratory jams and stuff like that, like, it- it's still the same thing, just like, with a more modern, newer taste, I guess.
0: Okay, no, I get you, man. Uh, do you have any other album mentions, or is that kind of...
1: Uh, yeah, I I mean, like, I'm the same as you, I could go on forever and ever and ever, but, you know, those are the ones that I could probably talk about, just leave it at that.
0: Okay, I I was gonna throw in one more that I totally forgot about, um, just, I'll just throw in really quick, but...
1: I'll throw in one too, if you're gonna do
0: that. Well, I I just totally thought of this one when you were talking, I was like, I have to talk about this album now, because this is... This is just one of the weirdest albums I think I've ever listened to because it's, it's called The the Ghost Pop Tape by Devin Hendrix. <laughs> Devin Hendrix goes by – J. this was like 2012, 2013. And Devin Hendrix goes by JPEG Mafia now. And JPEG Mafia is – have you listened to any experimental rap night?
1: Uh, no. And, and that's something like I, – I mean I've listened to like a little bit of rap. Like, I'll listen to rap, like, with friends and Uh stuff like that, like, a lot. But I haven't, like, dug deep into the rap scene as you have. Like, I've been, like, as you've been digging deep into the rap scene, I've been digging into, like, more live music. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll listen to rap. But I haven't, like, dug in deep into, like, experimental rap and, like, different genres of rap and stuff like that, I guess.
0: No, yeah, I get you, man. I, I, I think not a lot of people do as much digging into music like we do nowadays, which I think is it's fun. But I was just just curious to see if you had any any experience with the, the genre. But So what 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 is experimental rap? Like is it rap oh, man you it, experiment
1: with? Or? It's
0: it's just very oh. boundary pushing. It's it's like like um Kanye has an album like it it's it's I don't know if you've heard anything off of Yeezus, but it's it's just very it pushes the boundaries and it's just, it's not very appealing to a lot of people, and I didn't think I was gonna like JPEG Mafia when I first started listening to him, but it's just, it's just like production you wouldn't normally hear anywhere, and just like, what do you, what it, do you
1: mean by like pushing the boundaries, like lyrically,
0: like, i show you, musically, I will, I will show you the beginning of, one of the, this is, this is Kanye's intro to his 2013 album Jesus. It's just this. It's just like weird shit. Um, it's just like that. It's just just not something you would hear in a rap song. And it's just all of it's 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 such a interesting genre. Like some of the stuff in there, I'm just like, this is why am I listening to this right now? But other stuff, like I'm like, this is sick. Um, this JPEG Mafia or Devin Hendrix because he went by Devin Hendrix and then he changed to JPEG Mafia. Um, so weird, so weird. Like there is. You remember the song Call Me Maybe? Yeah. There is a cover of that that is just really sad. Like it's just it's it's just really like dark and sad and he's just like it's really slow and there's just 3 minutes of wrestling commentary like stuck attached to the end of it. And it's it's just it's just stuff like that. Like it was just like stuff like that for like an hour and a half. And it's just It was just so cool. Like, it felt out, like the production was just so spacey and, like, something I had never heard before. And just, like, all the vocals felt really far away. Like, like, if I was listening to the music, my brother was playing in his room, and I couldn't hear the vocals as well. Like, it was like that, and they were just quiet vocals, and it was just... It was so weird, but it was such a cool listen, and I, I was just like, I need to listen to more stuff like this because it was just... Something I had never even come across before, but I, I loved every second of it. So
1: yeah. That's interesting.
0: That that is really interesting. <laughs> um, another one that I'll throw out
1: as an honorable mention. Uh there's this band that I've been really trying to get into. Um, they're called Goose. They're okay. from Connecticut. And they're real they're a really interesting band. Um so they're kind of like the Grateful Dead. They're like a jam band of sorts. Okay. But they're like Chorusy stuff is like kind of like poppy in a way. Like, it's like their lead singer has an amazing voice, like a really great voice. And so, like, the first like five minutes of the song, or three, four minutes of the song, great. Like, it's like a pop type sound. Uh And then they'll just go on where they just play and they just go wherever. And it's just really, really interesting. Like, it's the same thing where you're just like, where are they going with this? This does not even sound like anything <laughs> like what you're playing at the first start of what you're going to. But at the same time, like, it was really, really good. And so uh, their live show is uh, 2019 11 16 in Buffalo. Okay. And this album, I was, like, really hooked on a lot of songs. And then you'd realize that it just kept going. And you were like, whoa, where is they taking me? It was like, it was, like a whole trip, I felt like. Like... Uh, by the time I finished, I was like, <laughs> like, it felt like I had gone, like, so many places, I guess.
0: No, that's sweet, man. I, I, I think that's something that's kind of hard to, like, in modern popular music. Like, there's not a lot of that where it's just the music just takes you in a direction you wouldn't even go. Because I feel like with, like, pop music, like, sometimes you know what's going to happen. Like, I, I don't know. But that that, that sounds like a sick album. Now, Now I'm curious, dude. What is your number one? What is your number one album you've listened to this year?
1: All right, so this one was a pretty... uh, uh, The reason that I have this album, number one, is because after I listened to it, I sent this album to, like, five friends. Like, like, literally right after, Uh I was like, all right, you guys have to listen to this album. Like, I knew that, like, that's why I had it, number one. And it's called Coffee Bean Brown. And it's by this band called Tea Leaf Green, which the album in itself is, like, a pun on the name. And because Tea Leaf Green coffee bean brown <laughs> yeah you got yeah, that's it. sick and the and the reason that why it's called that is because they completely got stripped down and it's a complete au- uh, i mean a- acoustic show and so it just was like a new style like that i had not heard like i'd listened to this band um a little bit they're a great like rock band uh-huh. but to hear everything stripped down and acoustic it just it, it was a new level of album that i was just not expecting okay and throughout the entire album like i was like this is a banger this is a banger this is a banger to the point where i just couldn't even send my friends songs that I, I was just like you have to listen to the entire album like that's just like how i said like i was like i'd send you songs from here but like every single one is great like that's why i felt like it was my number one album
0: okay wow that that <laughs> That sounds like a beast album. Like, I mean, an album where it's you know no skips and just insane. That sounds awesome, dude. Um,
1: and and, and, I, and I, I love that. Like, that's like one of those things that it's like a hidden gem that you find, right?
0: No, yeah. How do you find these guys? Like, how? Because I don't. I don't think I have never heard of tea leaf ground. Uh, tea leaf green. I can't talk. Um, how? How do you? Do they just show up in your Spotify recommended? Um, I mean, it's a lot of re- like research,
1: I guess. Um, you'll listen to a band and then you'll like, be like, Oh, this concert's from 2014 or something. And we're like, all right. So like, who did they play with in 2014? And it's like, Oh, they played with tea leaf green. Mm -hmm. And so then you'd go and you're like, Oh, I want to go check them out. Or like, you'll click and then you'll start listening to them. And I mean, like what I've been really getting, uh, good at, cause like, like we, we both listen to like a lot of music. And like I said, I like to like listen to a lot of live stuff. Uh And so, um, Probably about, like, every week or so, I'll just say, all right, I want to choose a new artist. I want to pick these guys, and then I'll just start listening to them. If I vibe with it, I vibe with it, and I keep going for the rest of the week. If I don't, then I'm like, all right, then I got to, like, switch it up to another artist. But um, a lot of the music that I'll listen to is kind of connected in a way. Like, a lot of Uh um, bands that you'll listen to, like one of the lead singers in that will be like, Oh, I went off and did like a solo project with another guy in this band. And then I'll be like, All right, so like I heard this like solo stuff. And then I'll like start listening to the other guy's band. And I don't know. It's just like, I guess it is like a little bit of like clicking on like Spotify recommended, um, going through like, uh, like when you see like a band like, uh, like let's go to like the Grateful Dead or something. If you'll see like fans also like, widespread panic or like string cheese incident, which I don't know if you know these bands, probably not. I don't But like you just click. But... <laughs> exactly. And so like you can just like click on that profile, but like I've never heard this band before. I want to discover new music. Worst case scenario, I don't like it and I turn it off. Best case scenario, I find a gem and I, I start vibing with it. And so like to me, music is something that you can obviously turn on or turn off. And You you can just listen to whatever, like it it doesn't matter. And so to me, finding new music is kind of easy, I guess you just try it out. And if it it works for you, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't like that's the end of the day, I guess.
0: Okay. No, I get you, man. That album sounds sick though. Um, kind of segueing because you talked about how you would find like this band performed with tea leaf green, like, and you've kind of find it through that connection. That's how I found my my number one album because I don't know. Have you heard? I'm guessing you've heard of Gorillaz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel uh, like most people they're they're pretty they're not super popular, but like people know of them. So yeah. Also, like a side tangent. Um. We were talking about Fish a little bit
1: earlier. Uh-huh. Trey Anastasio, who's the lead singer of Fish, he does a great, great version of Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas. Oh, like, okay. and It's just like a completely different, like it's a f- more funky-based like uh-huh. version of it, but it's a great song, by the way. I'd highly
0: recommend it and oh, check it out. That sounds sick. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to look for that. But the Gorillas have my number one album I've listened to in the past year because I listened to their first two albums, uh, Gorillaz and Demon Days, and I, I, they were both really good, but I wasn't blown away, and I got to their third album, Plastic Beach, this thing, it has a great feature list, it has, Snoop Dogg is on, like, the first song, and I was like, what, like, why is Snoop Dogg on here, um, and, like, they've got Most Def on there a couple times, there's, the feature list The Little Dragon is on there, um, and, the production of this album is just insane. Like, it's just so bold and in your face, but at the same time, it's really soothing. It's just like, I can just listen to it, and I can just totally not remember where I am, and I'll just zone out, and I'll just be in this this world, and it's, it's so sick, because they, they take you to a completely different place, and the vocals like they they do a lot of rap collaborations obviously with Snoop Dogg so you'll get some bars in there and then you'll get a nice chorus from Damon Albarn the main gorillas guy and it's just it's just such a beast album like i don't i can't describe it any other way it's just fantastic it i'll put it on in the car and it it's just insane like i i just i can't even describe it i'm just sitting there just bobbing my head just Not as focused on driving as I maybe should be. I'm just totally in a different world. Like, especially if I'm at a stop sign, I'm like, this is insane. So it's just, production is so huge. And it's just, just a great album. Just a fantastic, probably one of my top 10 favorite albums of all time. If I had to, if I'm being honest, this is just a great album. And I'm so glad I finally checked Gorillaz out. And I highly recommend it to anybody who's listening. But yeah, that's my, that's my number one. When, when you listen to the Gorillaz,
1: did you ever think that you were going to like them that much or, 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 or where did you see them falling, like on your album tier list? And then, like obviously, like you're very, very highly on this album. You said it's top ten uh-huh. potentially. Did you did you envision that going into the listening to that, or did it just kind of happen? It just kind
0: of happened. I was I was expecting to like a lot of their their later stuff because they've collaborated with like guys I like like Vince Staples and Earth Gang and JPEG Mafia and Slow Tie and just, they've collaborated with a bunch of people I I I enjoy. So I was like, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna like this later stuff a little bit more, and. I just didn't expect to like them this much. Like, they, I think they have three albums that are in my S tier, which is, you know, that's pretty good, I, I think. Like, it's, it's good to have. Like, for me, S tier is, like, if I had to rate it on a number scale, it would be nine and above. So those are just really, I think, really highly of those albums. And I think just the, the production that they, they have is so cool and the worlds they create within their albums. Um, I didn't think I would like them that much, but... They're probably one of my favorite non-rap groups slash artists, so they're they're, they're pretty sick.
1: I like it, I like it. I'll definitely have to dig into them a little bit more. Like, I've listened to, like, a little bit of Guerrillas, but, Uh like, I haven't, like, dug deep on them. And so, definitely one of those artists that, like, you know, gotta check out a little bit more.
0: No, yeah, they're sweet, but, wow, dude. I I thought this was just gonna be an intro topic. But it kind of took up the whole podcast because we're at, like, 53 minutes right now. And we just <laughs> – I I was like, okay, this will take, like, 20 minutes. And then – because I, when I first asked you to come on, I was like, we're probably going to talk sports because that's – we're both in KWVA. We both talk about sports yeah. all the time. but,
1: And you know what's crazy is that um, I'm actually getting involved at KWVA in the music department now. Okay. And I'm going to start, like, my own music show. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that. So, like, I'm actually very excited that I got to come on to this podcast and actually just talk about music. Because that's something that, like, yeah, I like sports. Yeah, I like talking about sports. Yeah, I like watching sports. But there's so much more that, like, I love about music as well, especially over quarantine. Like, mm-hmm. I got super duper into music that I never, like, thought I was or, like, would ever get to this point. And so, like... Like you said, we've been talking for – now it's about like 54 minutes or so about music, and
0: I, I think it's great. <laughs> no, yeah, man. I, I do have one last question for you. How did you – so like when you have your own music show, do you just like DJ for an hour or, or what yeah, is it? Yeah, so um,
1: I, I mean I'm just getting involved right now um, at the music department. We just had our first meeting on uh, last Thursday. But basically what it's going to be like is you're going to have like a two-hour slot and then – um you'll play some music you'll stop be like you're listening to kwva 88.1 fm you just heard these three tracks and now we're gonna play you these three tracks this is a little bit about these tracks so hopefully you'll enjoy and then you'll play those three tracks and then it'll go on um the way things are right now because of covid it's like you record yourself at home and then you're going to just basically edit together like a two hours of you talking a little bit about your music and then playing a little bit of music. And then it'll just be like a playback as of right now because of COVID. Um, the hard part though, is trying to find music that you own. Like you have to own the music or have like a, like you can't use it from like a streaming site or something like that. Um, which kind of works out to me because, uh, A lot of the music I listen to is like live music and there's this great site I uh, have called or not. I don't have, but you can go online just called relisten.net and you can go on to relisten.net and just there's hundreds of artists on there that you can just click on find like whatever show like if i wanted to listen to like we were just talking about tea leaf green if i wanted to listen to a tea leaf green show you can go on to relisten.net click on their name be like hey here's a live recording of their concert in 2008 click on that and then click on oh they played in eugene i want to listen to what they sounded like in eugene in 2008 and so then you can click and listen to that and then you can actually it's on the national archives database and you can actually download the concert on and then i can or you can play that On the radio, so it kind of works out in my favor because I feel like that's the type of show that I'm gonna probably end up going down, Uh especially because it's just easier that way to. So I'm not spending as much money on albums and stuff like that, (laughs) if that makes sense. But I think that it's really cool. I'm I'm really actually looking forward to it because, I mean, I like kwva sports but Uh i think getting involved with the music department is going to be a lot of fun meet a lot more people and you know expand some music taste or expand my music taste especially like we've talked today i mean there's a lot of rap out there experimental rap and
0: stuff that i
1: I need to listen to that i just haven't yet and i'm I'm
0: excited for it
1: i mean you can see me i'm like grinning either here
0: (laughs) no he's lying he's just frowning he's lying people no he's i'm just kidding um yeah, I wouldn't recommend starting with experimental rap though. Kind of ease into that. You don't you? Don't want to do that to yourself.
1: So, so like cocaine rap, then experimental rap, or like, <laughs>
0: uh, you know, just go go basic rap at first, just stuff you hear on the radio, and then you can dive. It's you just don't you wouldn't gotcha, want to start gotcha. with experimental stuff. It would just make it. yeah, just. I mean, you can, but I, I. that's not the way. That I. I would have completely had a different opinion on JPEG Mafia if I listened to him two years from now or two years ago when I just only listened to whatever was popular and I don't think I would have enjoyed it at all. So, but you know, it's, it's your life. I'm just here to do a podcast, I guess. Um, but Knight, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was, this was a lot of fun to just dive into some albums. I, I enjoyed myself. I hope you enjoyed yourself a little bit at least, but thank you, man. This was awesome.
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm happy I got to come on and just talk some music. I mean, it's a nice break from sports.
0: Dude, yeah, I, I agree. And hopefully, you'll be back on. I mean, and hopefully, this thing goes for a while so I can have repeat guests a bunch. But to. Happy you're back, man. <laughs> dude, anytime. I, I'll, I'll let you on anytime, except tomorrow, because I don't want to record tomorrow. Um, but to everybody who listened, thank you. And everybody who's listened to the first four episodes, thank you. I really appreciate it. I don't get any money because I'm not getting uh, that many streams to get money, but you can, you can give me money. I have a Venmo. Uh, I don't, no, you don't need a Venmo me, but thank you to everybody. Thank you tonight. Thank you again to everybody. Um, and I will see you guys probably next Thursday.